What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Too Much Test Podcast. We're not doing episode numbers anymore. We've done a bunch, but you know who you are. You guys are awesome. Um, if you do like this type of content, talk about PEDs without censorship, you can do three things. You can visit the links in our description. There's lots of tons of uh, discounts for lots of cool stuff that you may be interested in. Give us a rating on, on your favorite podcast platform. That helps us grow. That helps the algorithm. And then uh, I've totally forgot the third one, but what's going on, Sam? <laughs> Hey, what's good, bro? Good to see oh, yeah. you. Tell a friend on PEDs uh, to, to listen to our show, or if they're not on PEDs, get them on PEDs. Not re not for real. Don't do that. They, they will definitely be happier, though, if they're on PEDs. Be a better it, minimum TRT. Yes, 100%. Um, hey, baking soda does actually uh, break down grease. So we were just talking about baking soda because we're going to be covering baking soda today in my countertop and my floor is greasy so uh tyl is like hey you should uh try some baking soda on there <laughs> i was just trying to make a joke but apparently it works uh this is from arm and hammer so it says it uh baking soda neutralizes acid and breaks down grease allowing you to wipe it up without a lot of elbow grease interesting nice nice good stuff yeah so i will definitely have to do that when i'm done um did you tell people to check out the sponsors of the show, hcgames.com and thetriggeredbrand.com? If you guys enjoy the show and you want to check out some cool stuff, uh, check out HC Games. They have an AI product, uh, which you uh, don't have to get a prescription for, but can have a positive effect on your estrogen levels. And uh, the Trigger Brand has some cool shit over there, too, with peptides and stuff like that. So check those guys out. And we're replacing uh, HC Games with a new sponsor, the ultimate gym towel, which I just got in, and we may cover it on, during this podcast. I just got hey. that's, the, that's the prototype right there. I just got it in today. Hey, let's uh, let's actually cover it right now. So the ultimate gym towel dot com is going to yep. be the brand. So tell us about what this ultimate gym towel is. All right. So when I started going into the sauna, I ran into a problem. Now, typically, if it was socially acceptable, I would go in the sauna just butt ass naked. I don't care. You know, whatever. I don't, I'm not worried about it. Not a shame, but I'm in a public gym. So, you know, so I, I would go in there and I'd take my shirt off and, you know, I would either, I would take my pants off or I would just wear the pants. You sweat like a son of a bitch in there. So when I was driving home, you know, my pants are soaked. My boxers are soaked. And so it, it would get on my car in my seat, you know, you get like that salt line and it's just kind of funky. So so I started, so I was like, let me, what if I brought a towel to the gym? You know, I could wear a towel so I could get into the, the, whatever, the dressing room or bathroom, strip down, put a towel on, and then I could kind of spread my legs out and open up, let some hot air on the boys. And I was like, how could I improve a gym towel? So what I thought of is, well, I'll just get it. I'll just grab, I'll just grab it. So he has, he has actually built a awesome uh the ultimate gym towel hey i like the the uh, lettering thank you thank you so i'll have to move back but basically so it's it's a big towel it's microfiber so it's real absorbent it's real soft it's the first time i felt the material and the material is pretty nice. has moved away from the microphone <laughs> but he's listening to this podcast and he is holding up a towel uh that is in front of him black uh microfiber did you say yep so the first three things you'll notice here is that there's two pockets. So you can fit a phone or more in either side. So you can bring like your lifting straps, you can bring fat grips, you could bring 
I don't know, a glass bottle or something. I don't know what you do with the gym, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little pre- is, it big enough, is it big enough for insulin pins? Uh, we'll have to find out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will. You can bring a little, uh, oh yeah, yeah, fits in there perfect. A little slim pin right in there. Oh, but, nice. But so you could uh, you could bring your supplements with you boys to the gym? <laughs> And then it's also got a pocket here that I need to revise and make a little bit bigger so it'll fit a blender bottle. So you could literally like bring this in your car, load up your phone, load up your keys, load up some straps, um, put your blender bottle in there and just walk into the gym with one thing. You don't have to carry a big ass bag with you. And it's real big. But the thing that I that is one of the coolest features, I think, is that you can basically have it on on. So you can basically wrap it around yourself. It's got Velcro, kind of hard with this cord in my way, but basically it's basically a towel. So you could use it as a gym towel and then you get in the, in the sauna. You could even like put, you could put this over yourself and then pull your pants down in your underwear so you don't have to flash your junk if you're not feeling that. Or you could just strip down, wrap this down and go right into the sauna. So that's gym a, that's towel, it. sauna towel, pockets, hold your water bottle, hold your pens. That's actually a, a, a good idea for like, you know, how people, you'll, you'll see people in the gym who will bring their phone, their keys and their wallet. Right. Yeah. And then they'll have a water bottle or something like that. And they'll mm -hmm. have those things and they go to the gym and you'll walk by a piece of equipment and their phone, their wallet and their keys are sitting there and they're holding their water bottle. Uh, so having a towel, Cause a lot, not every, a lot of people don't like, I carry a gym bag in the gym. Most people don't carry gym bags. right? Yeah. And so having something like that, where you could have the towel and then you can put your stuff in there with a little Ziploc and just have that there, like leave that in your car or something like that. Uh, that's very convenient. That would be very yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm going to see how they sell. I'll probably do like a special promotion for people that follow us on social media, uh, people that listen to the podcast where I'll make them real cheap so I can get them out there. I was even thinking about doing something like, uh, you know, take a picture of it in the gym or take a picture of you with it at the gym. And like, I'll put it on the social media and tag you in it, or I don't know, we'll figure it out. Or, or, or leave a review for a podcast, maybe. <laughs> to get a discount maybe yeah yeah absolutely and I'm, i just started i got black and blue i'll probably uh expand the color line as they come and uh probably do pink just so some ladies in the house you know so they can wear some cool towels but yeah it's a little product that i thought it's one thing it's really cool that you know it you you probably understand this and some other people will but if you take an idea from like nothing to something and like you actually see the final product like it's so cool like i opened up the bag and i was like fuck yeah like this is badass you know i still have to make some revisions it's not perfect just yet but it's just cool like that just came into my head like i drew it on a piece of paper i took a regular towel and i cut it to the size that i wanted to and then i bought velcro and i glued that shit on there and i've been using it in the gym but it doesn't have pockets so i'm running into that same problem i've got my keys chapstick and um and my phone and sitting in the sauna but if i could just zip them up it'd be sweet oh dude uh i i like what you said the or at the end around like you had a vision in your mind and then you created that into reality like i don't think a lot of guys honestly have that experience 
Like not just like going through and be like, Hey, I had this idea for a marker. And, and then I wanted to have a magnet on it. Cause I have this metal thing right by me and I want to just be able to fucking stick it to the thing that has metal on it. Right. Uh, and then they create that thing and they see it like in reality. I don't think that there's a lot of guys that actually have that experience and it's powerful because once you go through and do it and you, you're like, wow, that was, that was pretty fucking dope. Now I got to see if other people think this is dope as well. Right. And to try to see about selling it and things like that. But like, that's addictive, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's addictive. Like you, this is, you've, you've had multiple businesses. I've had multiple businesses. Most of them were not fucking super successful, uh, but they're fun. And every single time you learn incredible, like you start one business and you try to bring it from zero to one. Um, whatever one is for some people, maybe it's 50 grand a year, maybe it's 600 grand a year. I don't know, but, um, from zero to one, the amount that you'll learn from bringing a business from zero to one, you're, you're going to learn more than that than you learned in all of college and high school and whatever the grades before high school are called, like all K through 12, all in this thing by itself, like just by running your own business. Cause there's so much to learn and it's a really cool thing by going through and like creating something whether you know what i mean it's fun i'm excited for you bro this it, will be great. it definitely is and now i'm just working on i'm telling my wife i was like listen i've got to get some hot girls with these towels for pictures on the website and i was like so i can do one of two things like i can go to the gym and i can just randomly talk to girls and say hey will you take a picture with this towel or I could spend like $2,000 and have like hire a, like a modeling agency and send them a bunch of them. So and I think my wife's kind of leaning more toward the professional aspect instead of me talking to pretty girls at the gym, but I'm working on it. So <laughs> wish me luck. Maybe, uh, maybe you could, there's probably some people that you're friends with on Instagram that could probably do some stuff like that, that are also women, you know, that I was actually thinking uh, of uh, Zach, the retro he's got, um, he sells uh chill pills, which I think is a pretty cool product. You can look that up. Mm -hmm. um, but he's got a shop called crazy muscle nutrition Orlando and he's a younger guy and he's in the gym all the time. So I'm assuming I could throw him a towel or two and be like, bro, take some pictures with pretty girls. Have fun. <laughs> I think yeah. Oh, that's, that's super cool. I'm looking forward to when that comes out. And, and when it does come out, I'm sure that uh, that'll be the new sponsor of the show. Yeah. And dude, I'll, I'll give you a good discount on a couple. So don't worry. I got you. It won't, it won't you, know what we don't, you know what we don't have? And I don't know why we don't have this for the sponsors. Why doesn't HC Gains and the Trigger brand have discount codes for the fucking podcast? <laughs> why, why, why are we doing um, I will get, we'll get that done. Uh, yeah, can you, you create a discount code for uh, HC Gains. Yeah. I will create. Uh, I'll get one uh, for Triggered Brand. Absolutely. Uh, let's dive into the because what like what why have we how have we not had that shit like ah uh, who knows right like okay <laughs> so um I would tell a little story when I was in in Hawaii right and this is when I learned about baking soda. Uh, for pre-workout, I I have uh, a pre-workout that has sodium in it, but it's a relatively small amount of sodium. And so when I I used to live in uh, Hawaii, and I would start my pre-workout like at the house. I like pound it because then it took about fifteen minutes to get to the gym, and that way it's like in your system if it's liquid, right? 
So uh, I take some pre-workout at the uh, apartment and then I take a a tablespoon of salt and I pound the tablespoon of salt. And I'm talking to my girlfriend and I'm walking out to my car. And the I walk out onto like the roof where the car is parked and it's like, you know, 40 cars out this way, right? So I'm walking towards the car and I'm on the phone with her and I'm like, damn, hey babe, I really don't feel good at all. And she, like I'm talking to her on the phone. And then uh, now I'm like 20 cars away. I'm like, I, did, I don't feel good at all. And I like stop for a second. I have my hand on like the some random person's car for a second. And then when I'm about five cars away from my car, I just like projectile vomit all over the place. And uh, I realized that you're not supposed to do a tablespoon of salt. You're supposed to uh, do a teaspoon of salt. So four <laughs> X <extra> goes. <laughs> and Those uh, measurements are fucked up. It's different by like one letter. You know, it's like TSP or TSBP or PS or some shit. It's like, dude, make them a little bit more different. Come on. And, and some people don't even know the difference. Like, Yeah. So I found this. And I kind of like Healthline just. I feel like a lot of these places are definitely biased in, in terms of like the establishment, but sometimes they have interesting references here. So this is in regards to baking soda. So baking soda is basically sodium bicarbonate and they put together sometimes when I'm trying to find certain um, things to read about or interesting stuff, I, they always put good references in here, as you can see here uh, for anybody who's listening. I'm, I have an article pulled up and there's a bunch of references on this page. So I want to just read through this section and, um, and this section here. This is uh, how does sodium bicarbonate affect sports performance? Scientists have examined how sodium bicarbonate affects uh, exercise performance for more than 80 years. Supplementing with sodium bicarbonate may enhance performance and measurements such as speed, power, work capacity and time to failure. And there's three different studies that they referenced there. In particular, sodium bicarbonate appears to be beneficial for muscular endurance. One review of studies found that supplementing with sodium bicarbonate significantly increases muscular endurance and performance in both small and large muscle groups. So like your back and your legs versus maybe your biceps or something like that. It's especially beneficial during single and repeated bouts of high intensity exercise that last between one and seven minutes. Additionally, many of its benefits appear to occur near the end of the endurance workout, which may help a person with the final push. That's interesting. For example, one study observed 1.5 second performance improvement in the last thousand meters of a 2000 meter rowing event that's interesting because i feel like even though it sounds trivial to us like 1.5 seconds in a in a you know a what's it called thing uh yeah that that's that's pretty substantial because many races are won by just seconds this can be significant boost in performance the results are similar to cycling sprinting swimming and team sports how however the benefits can vary from person to person then this is interesting there may also depend on the type of activity and a person's sexual performance. Or, no, I'm thinking about sexual performance. That's not what it says. Performance, sex, personal tolerance, and training level. Uh, and then there's a couple more things here. How does it affect uh, interval training? 
you can perform interval training during manipulative ways. One study of 13 males, male athletes found a 14% increase in performance during a yo-yo. What is that type of exercise? Who knows? <laughs> Intermittent recovery test level two, which tests an athlete's ability to repeatedly perform anaerobic exercise after supplementing with sodium bicarbonate. One study in CrossFit participants found improvements in performance, such as increased reps, time to ventilatory threshold. I'm not sure what that is. And overall workload. Further, fight gone bad performance, a type of CrossFit interval training was 3.1% higher than the placebo group. Additionally, a cycling study showed the sodium bicarbonate led to significantly greater time to exhaustion, as they were saying in the performance set. And then this last bit here, uh, other studies have also shown that sodium bicarbonate helped increase performance in interval and high intensity training, especially increasing time to exhaustion. So I was reading this and I was thinking of cartering. Right, cartering is already awesome for endurance. Now think about adding in sodium bicarbonate into this for endurance purposes. Like, I wonder if there's a synergistic effect where you get a bunch of benefit from cartering and then you throw in something like sodium bicarbonate on top of there. And if the, the say if there's like a 5% or 12% improvement with the sodium bicarbonate, it depends on what you're doing. And you put those together and one is like a 20%, the other one is a 10%, but together you, you would think you would be like, okay, that's additive, that would be 30%, but because there's synergies, you actually get to 35 or 48% improvement because they're helping each other perform even better. I like how Sam took like a perfectly natural supplement that helps, you know, with performance and threw in a research chemical on top of it. Like immediately after he was done, he's like cartering, boom. <laughs> I love where his mind goes like that. But um. <laughs> No, that's interesting. I actually saw a guy on TikTok and he's like an old school bodybuilder coach. I can't remember his name, but he does baking soda before pre-workout and I think after his workout as well. He's, I've seen multiple videos of him doing it. So he obviously thinks it works. To me, it sounds like kind of like kind of like similar to creatine for like endurance sports, whereas creatine is kind of for, for, for lifting in general. You know, it gets that ATP going. So it gives your, your muscles more fuel to be able to work a little bit harder. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. I just wonder, is Arm and Hammer going to come out with a pre-workout? That'd be pretty sick. Right? Like, <laughs> think it, I don't know. That would be pretty interesting if they did. Because they, they have the brand. Yeah. I, that's something that I think brands should do more of. If they came out with a limited supply of like, hey, we've got 20,000 of these pre-workouts. Yeah. Arm and Hammer pre-workout. Here's the data behind sodium bicarbonate. And it's with these other things. And they did a limited time run as like a collector's edition. And they sold it for $49 or $59 of like, it has the Armored Camera logo on the front. Do you know how much brand value they would get from just doing something yeah. like that? Like yeah. giant brands should be doing way more of that shit. I saw, it was random, but I saw another uh, TikTok guy who does reviews on like crazy pre-workouts. And there was one, I think it was called To The Moon. And it had however many milligrams of Delta nine. So marijuana basically. And then it had 420 milligrams of caffeine in it. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking retarded. I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm not gonna say it's retarded. Some people do like smoking or taking weed before the gym. I personally don't, I don't really like doing anything on weed. 
<laughs> have you ever uh there was a period of time where i would do uh i would vape like while i was doing cardio and get fucking oh shit high fuck um, <laughs> or before, before training and i really always enjoyed my workouts i would do that but then i would also be sipping on my pre-workout so you get like the sedative type of effect from like the weed and then you have the um you know the stimulating effect from the pre-workout and what whatever so that's crazy man people do some crazy shit but i actually did want to talk we we wanted to talk about vitamin d3 and k2 i just recently did i did another i already have like two or three videos on this on my old channel i did another one because of how freaking important vitamin d is and so you know, vitamin D3, vitamin D is what we get from the sun. And it's not even a vitamin. It's a pro-hormone. It's actually, it helps your body make other hormones. So if you have low testosterone or low whatever, you know, start with vitamin D. Take get, At least get that tested and see where you're in range. But super important, man. I mean, think about it. We were, we were designed to be walking around outside with very little clothes on. And we walk around. I saw something that's like if you have like a long sleeve shirt and pants on and shoes, you're only exposing like 5% of your body to the sun. So think about how much you're getting. You're getting theoretically 95% less sun for the amount of time that you're outside. It's like 70% of the world's population are deficient in vitamin D. And the darker complexion of your skin, you'll have lower vitamin D levels as well because you can't absorb as much from the sun. So African-Americans, darker colored people will have a harder time absorbing sun. So it's even more important for, for anyone with darker complexion but I'm going to just go over quickly some of my notes from the video. So please. things that vitamin, what was up? No, I said, please, this is interesting. Oh yeah. So, so just a couple of things off the bat that it helps with hormone balance, insulin sensitivity, bone and heart health. Um, so vitamin D3 is also known as cholesterol, a fat soluble vitamin that plays a critical role in bone health, immune function, and many other processes. Vitamin K2, on the other hand, is a group of fat-soluble vitamins that work together to regulate calcium metabolism, which is important for bone health and cardiovascular health. Now, this is something that's interesting. So vitamin D um, helps uh, with, with uh, calcium, you know, so it helps um, move calcium around the body, which you obviously want it to go to your bones, your teeth, and everything else. Where you don't want it to go to is into your arteries because it can harden over time and you can get atherosclerosis. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. You get clogged up veins, high blood pressure, not good. What vitamin K2 does and why these are typically sold as supplements together, which is what I take, is the vitamin K2 kind of helps keep the vitamin D3 in check and keeps the, cholesterol, or the calcium from getting locked up in your arteries. So very important. So if you take too much vitamin D without vitamin K2, you can have negative side effects over time. Um but real quick, one of the big ones is vitamin D3 is bone health. You know, as you get older, uh, it helps your body absorbs calcium, which you need to have, you know, strong bones. So you don't, you're not that dude who breaks his hip and he's out for, you know, years. Cardiovascular, um, <clears throat> calcium buildup in arteries can lead to atherosclerosis, a condition where arteries narrow and harden. Increasing Could I pause you there for one second? Ask sure. Or I want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that like, so... Vitamin D helps with like moving around calcium in the body, right? As you mentioned, you don't necessarily want it in your arteries because they can stiffen them, but it could also like you can get uh, the plaque buildup and other things, right? So 
I wonder if K2 were to be mega dosed or something along those lines or consistent or added in something else, if that could have a positive effect on like heart disease and atherosclerosis or whatever, like the, the building up the, of the, the plaque or the issues with your, your veins, arteries, uh, you know, I know that has to do with like cholesterol as well, but uh, I'd be curious. You know. Well, there's our study for the day that someone should do and report back to us. <laughs> so if you have millions of dollars <laughs> and uh, you just do that one, you'll be good. Um, but just I'll, go, I'll wrap it up. But vitamin, they also play a big role in immune function. Uh, vitamin D3 helps activate immune cells, while vitamin K2 helps regulate the production of cytokines, which are proteins that regulate the immune response. Hormonal balance. Um so taking D3, okay, so vitamin D3 helps regulate the production of hormones such as insulin and testosterone, while vitamin K2 helps regulate the production of estrogen. So that mm -hmm. was interesting. So in my video, I was saying like, you know, A, if you have low testosterone and you're estrogen dominant, you know, maybe taking just literally like a, a D3 and K2 supplement could help, you know, kind of reverse that a little bit, lower your estrogen a little bit, increase, increase your testosterone and think about it. If you're deficient in vitamin D, you're gonna. It said it may it helps produce insulin, so insulin will help keeps your blood sugar down. So maybe if you're a little bit overweight from eating too much sugar and stuff like that, you've got higher blood sugar. You have diabetes. Maybe just taking a simple little supplement once a day could help with that. Um, so it's just super important. And you know what's you know what's fucked up is that we don't we're not taught this stuff really. Like me and you have to like go out and like do research on this. And during the whole thing that happened where the whole world went crazy. Not a single government person said, hey, maybe you should take some fucking vitamins. You know, maybe you should walk your fat ass around the block. You'd be probably a lot better off. But I digress. Um, what it's also like there's a, you know, B vitamins. There's a, there's like I don't know, 10, 12 different B vitamins. There's K2, there's A, there's like H. There's a, a bunch of different types of vitamins out there, right? Yeah. And then listen to this shit. Redu reduced risk of cancer. Studies have shown that vitamin D3 and K2 may help reduce the risk of certain cancers, including breast and prostate cancer. Vitamin D has an important role in regulating cell growth. Laboratory experiments suggest that it may, that it helps prevent the unrestrained cell multiplication that characterizes cancer. By reducing cell division, re restricting tumor blood supply, increasing the death of cancer cells, and limiting the spread of cancer cells, um, and then like many human tissues, the prostate has an abundant supply of vitamin D receptors. So uh, I, think the, I think the balls also have a uh, near the latex cells or something have a receptor for uh, the vitamin D. There, yeah. was a, there was a study that I covered in a video a couple of years ago where they took, I think it was 3,330 milligram or IU of um, vitamin D for one year and they tested their testosterone levels beforehand and then then a couple other things and then they tested them afterwards you can find this, me covering the study on my channel and then they just checked them afterwards full testosterone free testosterone had an increase after a year from the uh daily supplementation of vitamin d in there because so many people are deficient and yeah you, you were talking about it earlier, right? Like we're indoors or you're wearing clothes and all those things where we're kind of like meant to be in the sun. Uh, if you think about like, there's a bunch of different vitamins as I was just mentioning. 
There's only one vitamin that the that the universe, that God, was like these little these little peon human beings. I'm gonna give them the capacity to make one vitamin, right, or pro hormone or whatever. All the other ones are gonna have to get in other ways. Yeah. That vitamin D you can get from the sun. That's why, like, I I try to spend time in the sun every single day because it's I like if the universe or whatever God or human power or whatever you want to say it is, like that's the one that we produce. It clearly has to be important in some way, shape, or form to like be something that we internally produce. Like we are able to synthesize just like how plants are able to synthesize light and, and yeah. This shit. like we do that as humans it's called vitamin d right and and it's that powerful yeah. enough to like have anti-cancer uh all those the bone health stuff all those different things that we were talking about there's receptors for vitamin d virtually throughout your whole entire body yeah and, like incredibly incredibly powerful stuff yeah, so I'll just uncover a couple of things. I just had some some notes, yeah. and then we'll probably one of the things we're going to start doing is asking each other like interesting questions, so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. Um, but research uh, in one study, scientists found that people with depression who received vitamin D noticed an improvement in their symptoms. You may be interested to know people with the lowest levels of vitamin D had an eighty one percent increased potential to die from heart disease, sixty four percent greater risk of heart attacks, and fifty percent higher chance of early death. And then blood pressure. After people with high blood pressure were exposed to UVA and UVB rays for three months, their vitamin D levels increased by more than 100%, and more impressively, their high blood pressure normalized. We followed them now for nine months, and their hypertension continues to be in remission. And you know how much you know how much a year supply of the vitamin D that I take, which is 5,000 I use with K2 is? It's 25 bucks. 25 bucks. It's less than $2 a month to fucking to get, like, to, to get all of those benefits. So... Go watch the video on my YouTube. I go into a lot more depth and I have a link to the same stuff that I take. I think it's from a company called Micronutrients. Pretty badass stuff. Tell them what's, what's the name of your YouTube. YouTube is Testosterone and Men's Health. So, and there's links down in the description to it as well. Drop a sub if you'd like. Click on a like video if you actually like it. And then, uh, so Sam, what are some of your in hobbies that you're interested in besides pinning yourself, going to the gym, eating meat, and doing podcasts? What let us know something about yourself. In the last episode, I talked about that I keep fish, crazy ass African cichlids. So um that's a that's a good uh good question because I feel like a lot of the stuff um right clearly I enjoy working out. That's a hobby. Um I enjoy business and making money. Um, well, okay. I, I actually know one disc golf. What do you like about disc golf and what is disc golf? Uh, disc golf is one, um, trying to think of another one. Uh, so one interesting thing that I like to do, it's not, not really a hobby, but it is something that I do intentionally. Um, and I do this generally speaking on a daily basis is so I'm an jerk off, right? Uh, no, I'm ambidextrous. So I w can eat with either hand. Um, I generally will just write with my right hand, but I'll like, eat, I generally eat with my left hand and I'll do things back and forth with either hand. And ever since I was a teenager, I like was like, well, what if, you know, I lose my arm? Like, what if I lose my right <laughs> arm and I, and I use my right arm for everything? Like, I need to be able to learn how to do stuff with my left arm. 
And um, and I still do that today. Even when I'm shaving with like a razor, I will switch hands through the razor I'm using to learn how to use the razor for shaving my head or even brushing my teeth. Um, if I am uh, carrying groceries into the house, I make sure to switch the arm that I utilize to carry the groceries inside the house. If I am grabbing weight in the gym, right? And I and I normally and I'd say last last set I grabbed it with my right hand. I will intentionally make sure to grab it with my left hand. Or when I'm taking weight off of a rack, you know how normally people just take it off. Probably don't think about this kind of stuff. But if I'm taking weights off the rack, and say there's three plates on either side uh, for something, I will take off three plates with one arm, and then I will take three plates off with the other arm, so that I'm able to continue to build the, you know, like worst case scenario, I lose this arm, I still have to be able to function as a human being. Like I still have to be able to do stuff with my other arm or trying to do things um, with my phone. So uh, <laughs> it sounds pretty weird, right? Um, I normally will do stuff with my right hand on my phone, but I will intentionally hold it in my left hand and focus on um, figuring out how to do stuff more easily. So I'm building those like neural pathways in my brain to do stuff with my left hand uh, on my phone. Um, so your hobbies are OCD and paranoia, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I, I do like disc golf, but I don't. I, I feel like it's a new hobby that I feel as though I don't do it enough. I might do it like once a month or something or once every like five or six weeks. Um, and I have like two discs or three discs. So you know how people who think of disc golf as a hobby which if you're not if anybody's not familiar with what disc golf is you can think of it as basically um golf with a frisbee uh, yeah effectively and, and, and the hole the golf hole is a basket of chains that you throw the frisbee into and there's different ones there's discs that are drivers there's discs that are like mid-range there's discs that are putters and they have different characteristics so some of them will go dead straight some of them will go and hang right for a little bit and then come back left. So it's a whole industry and it got really, really big during COVID because people couldn't go and people couldn't go anywhere, but you could go to a park. So I'm a huge disc golf person. I don't play as much as I'd like, but I have like 20 discs. I've got a bag. I've dyed some of the discs, cool designs. So, but I definitely, hey, so I'll, I'll, I'll borrow your discs when we play. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. Most up. of the parks that you play at are free. So you can find them online. They're free to go to. So it doesn't cost you shit. You can drink money. You can drink money. You can drink beer um, if you want to. You can pretty much smoke out there, depending on your state. Don't break any laws. But it's cool. It's just you get out of nature. In nature, you're getting sun. It's nice and quiet. Um, and it's fun. And it costs like, like 20, 30 bucks to get into it. You get a little starter pack of discs and you find a local course. And then there's also a lot of YouTubers that, that are professionals like Simon Lazat, Paul Macbeth, uh, Ricky Wysocki, Eagle McMahon. So you can watch these guys play. These guys crush these discs like five, six hundred feet. That's like two football fields. And these guys are these guys are pretty badass. I I just got a new disc um, because I lost the other two. In this, I lost three discs all in the same tree. Oh, I, that I, sucks. Yeah, I, I could see it. So I was like, I had the other two. Let me get it down. And then the other two get stuck up over there after 20 minutes of trying. So all three of them get stuck up there. But um, the uh, I just got this new disc and it 
goes like where, so when you throw it, if you throw it at the appropriate speed, right? So they'll have like a, most of them will have like a speed number on them. So if you throw them at the, the, the my, this one's like an 11, which is from my understanding, it's relatively quick you, to throw it, right? Yeah. You need a lot of like power type of thing to throw it. But when you do it, then it will curve left slightly and then curve to the right. But some of them will have a, um, the, the curvature to the right. Well, depends on if you're throwing like with your forearm or your backhand, right? Yeah. I, I generally throw backhand a lot more than I throw forehand. I, I can throw it way further that way. Yeah. Which is not, can you throw it further backhand than you can? Well, backhand is, is where you're throwing it, you're pulling it through. Forearm is where you're flicking it with, you know, to the side. Okay. So I'm flicking it. I'm throwing it forearm. Yeah. You're I typically not supposed to, you typically can't throw as far forearm as you can backhand. So backhand this way, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay, so this way I cannot throw as far as this way I can throw way further. Yeah, is that that's not normal though? It's no, it's the opposite because with backhand you can really you can get those full steps in. You have your full hips to turn, just like golf. It's like a golf swing, but it's re, it's reversed kind of. If that makes sense. Yes. Anyway, I don't. We'll talk about disc golf again, but to go check it out. Um, but I think we're probably going to wrap this one up. Um, check us out. We have podcasts is on YouTube all of the major social platforms. Uh, 10X, check out 10X, our sponsor. Talk about 10X, sorry. Talk about the 10X and wrap us up with that. We're trying to 10X this motherfucker. So leave us a rating, share it, post it on social media, tell a friend. Um, so yeah, it was help us grow the shit. Check out our links. Uh, we love you guys. We love doing this. We just want to see this grow so we can put more time, money, and effort into it. So may you guys make it happen and we'll make it happen. Yes, thank you. Peace out.